To quote the great Hunter S. Thompson, good people drink good beer. Hello and welcome to Average Joe's Above Average Beer Podcast. This is a new podcast I'm starting. My name is uh, Joe Bobby. It's all about craft beer. It's all about the places you drink craft beer, all about the places you buy craft beer, all about the places that brew craft beer. For this, the pilot episode, I stopped in one of my favorite spots uh, in Romeoville, Illinois, Iron and Glass. Uh, they've got a huge December coming up. Uh, right now they're in the midst of a toy drive. They have a huge anniversary weekend right around the corner, uh, 14th, 15th, and 16th. And now uh, we got to sit down with um, Eric and Kristen. They're all co-owners. Um, there's four of them, but uh, we got the pleasure of talking to two of them today. So let's jump right in. I hope you enjoy it. All right, welcome to the first episode of the Average Joe's Above Average Beer Podcast. I'm here at Iron and Glass in Romeoville, Illinois, and I'm joined by uh, Kristen and Eric. Kristen, how are you today? I'm all right. All Thanks right. for asking. How about yourself? Oh, not bad. Eric? Doing pretty good, man. Thanks all for right. having us. All right. So Iron and Glass is uh, one of my favorite spots in the in yeah. the southwest burbs here to buy beer, drink beer, just hang out in general. So... Today we just kind of want to find out a little bit about uh, where you guys came from. First, uh, why don't you give us a location, an address, all that stuff, hours of operation, so sure. for the people that have never been here. Yeah, so we're at 632 South Weber Road, uh, right in between Renwick and Airport. Uh, best way to find us is uh, look for the Big Tasty Waffle Breakfast Place, and uh, you'll find us on the other side, the other corner of that strip mall. Um, yeah, we uh, are open six days a week, so we're closed on Mondays. Uh, Sundays we're open 11 to 6. And then Tuesday through Thursday, we uh, open from 10 to 9, and then Friday and Saturday uh, from 10 to 11 p.m. So um, those will probably be the hours for quite some time now. And uh, yeah, and uh, cool name, uh, Iron and Glass. Um, did you guys call yourself Taproom Bottle Shop, Taproom and Bottle Shop? Yeah. Yeah, Taproom yeah. and Bottle Shop. Yeah, I, I tell people about it. That, like people that I've run into that I've never that have never heard of Iron and Glass, and they say Iron and Glass, and they're like, "What's the meaning behind the name?" I gave guesses. I'm not 100%. So could you guys give me an idea of what's what's behind the name? I think it kind of goes into, like, what we have here and, like, the style we wanted our store to look like. So we have a lot of metal going on, like, around our bar. Um, and glass, obviously, that's tying in with the glass bottles of the beer and your and the tap room part where we're drinking glasses of yeah. beer and yeah it was i thought it was really smart i'm like iron glass maybe it's like you know you brew it in steel and then it ends up in a glass kind of thing yeah, yeah. Kind why of wouldn't they together. just call it steel and yeah. glass <laughs> and i think the bigger thing too is when we wanted to find a name i think that was the most fun part of all of this was it's frustrating but fun because we had a chalkboard over at their house and uh it was like all right who's got a good name throw it up on the board and for two weeks it was like okay i like this but you know it was right. getting everybody on board with it and waiting for it to stick and we didn't want to do something you know necessarily with beer in the name we wanted us to stand out with the name and um you know it just when we say it now it's just you know we're iron and glass but people know us now by ing and that's, yeah that's i've had crazy people email now. me with yeah. you guys saying oh yeah i was at ing actually buckman over at uh Illuminated, he said, "When you taking that keg back to ING?" I'm like, yeah. "All right, they got a little nickname going here." Yeah, already. so we've just become ING now. So, but yeah, that's uh, by far one of the coolest symbols that I've seen. Like, I love your guys' logo. It it looks great on glass. Looks great on shirts. It's a it's a very cool logo. Yeah, we wanted something to stand out. Colt came up with this just kind of ampersand looking thing, mm-hmm. and then we uh, we turned it over to we turned it over to Ashley then right after that after he kind of yeah. did a mock-up well, of it yeah Colt wanted the top of the ampersand to be the O and iron and the bottom of the ampersand to look like a G for glass and then we gave liberties to Ashley um, Maggie's soon to be yeah. sister-in-law, sister-in-law. Oh, okay. so you guys keep it all in the it. family see I love that yeah so tell us how you guys run I mean how, how did how's everything set up right now because I'm sitting here with you two you guys are both would be co-owners then I take it mm-hmm. uh, four of you guys total then correct yeah four total yeah all four of us okay so break that down for me yeah I mean it's it's uh there's four of us and we we try to delegate as much of the responsibilities as we can because we don't have a staff right now so you know it's uh between ordering and inventory and posting events and keeping up social media and booking events, booking events. And we try to break it down. You know, we, we've done a much better job over the last couple of months because in the beginning it was, 
you know, it was just a lot in trying to figure out what's the best way to, to, to balance it all. And um, it's great because everybody here, too, brings something so different to the team. And I think that's what's so cool about the four of us is that, you know, we've been friends for a long time, but we all have a different perspective of what, you know, iron and glass should be. And it's great because it, it helps us kind of grow differently every day because somebody's always got some other idea that, you know, I never would have thought of or, you know, vice versa. So that's I think that's what's so cool about the four of us. So. How'd you guys decide, you know, when you when you first opened? What was the first day you guys were open then? December 16th. December 16th, 2016? Yeah. 2016. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are coming up on your year then. So how did you guys decide how the shelving was going to set up, how, how the, the look of the place? I mean, did you guys all have an idea in mind? Did you just keep having to throw stuff at the wall and see? Like, Well, I think it started with a budget and an idea like from all there. all great things oh. do. Yeah. It all starts with the money, right? How do we make it with $1 in our account to right? open? Right? So. Yeah. Um, you know, before we started this whole thing, we would get together at each other's houses because it's two married couples that are the four owners of Iron and Glass, and we would all sit together and drink beer. So that's how we did our brainstorming, too. We sat down at either of the houses and opened some beers, did some brainstorming, did a lot of weird sketching on papers. I, I didn't sketch. No, not a sketcher. <laughs> a lot of thinking juice going into that, huh? All right. See. Yeah, Colt's more the sketcher. Yeah. He's a sketcher? Yeah, he does the sketching. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, okay, you talked about the, there's the four of you guys, you know, the married, you're both married couples. So how did it start then? Is it, is it uh, you and Colt friends? Were you and Maggie friends first? How did you guys all, the four of you, manage to end up together? You know, it's kind of funny. Um, we live in the same neighborhood, and actually my brother also lives in the same neighborhood. And my brother befriended Eric and Maggie first, and then my brother introduced me and Colt to Eric and Maggie. And then we were like, well, we're all pretty cool, and we we get along well together. Seems so like then, a fair assessment. Yeah, the four so. of us started hanging out a whole lot. And, yeah, that's kind of how it all started. And we're neighbors. Like, we live on opposite sides of the the block so so the idea i mean i mean really you guys are just turning a year it's still in the infancy i mean i know you said that i've talked to you before when i'm in here talking about that you guys have had a good year but uh, i mean tell me about kind of the beginning and and the struggles to start off yeah i mean it's uh you know colt and i talked about it i remember one night we were just drinking and we're like man we, we spend a lot of money on beer how do we do this and not have to spend so much money but actually say it's you know it's kind of our beer as well. So we, we started talking about it a couple of years ago, actually. And, uh, you know, we had looked in a couple other areas um, outside of Romeoville initially and uh, just didn't pan out in those areas. And, uh, you know, so we kind of sat on it for a little bit. And, um, you know, it was just once we started talking about it as a team, everybody was on board and everybody was like, it's a, it's a great idea, you know. And it was scary at first because, yeah, I mean, Colt and I both had stable jobs and, um you know, steady income coming in and, you know, how do you just Quit. say, okay, yeah. yeah, it was tough. I mean, you know, I, when I didn't, when I, you know, when I left my job, I was, I was just like, oh, this is going to be easy. And then like the, the week after, I'm just like, oh my God, what, 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 did, what did we just do? <laughs> I've been doing this for 15 years now. And um, so, yeah, I think that was, that was probably the scariest part was just uh, getting in here, yeah. drinking beer at 10 in the morning when you're supposed to be at work, you know, for the last 15 years and you're, you're drinking beer at 10 in the morning and you're talking to distributors and yeah i mean it's uh that was that was the scariest part for us was just getting open and plenty of other things to be worried about but i think that was for me that was probably the the biggest fear of mine was let's just get this place up and rolling you know like anybody that listens to this or like hears you tell that story is going to be like like from a male perspective to say i'm going to go home right now and tell my wife this we're going to do this we're going to try this she would just look at you with 10 heads all that you know so what was that like were you like yes we're on board Kristen you're just well I mean since we were hanging out and friends and obviously the this discussion came up as a group and we were since we're all four owners and like we all had to be all in it and you know my perspective is Colt supported me through my career and I continue to have my own separate career outside of here and you know why not support his dreams and aspirations too? And it just so happens that, you know, it blossomed into something pretty awesome. And 
it's it's been quite the ride. Since you guys kind of hatched this as a foursome, right? So there wasn't really like any having to convince. Like, was anyone like a holdout? Like a kind of like. Ugh, I don't no? think so. Not at That's all. Great. I mean, it was. Everybody loves beer, and no doubt between the four of us with our experiences and you know the way we handle things. I mean, like Kristen said, after the first time we met each other, it was like, oh, we're all pretty cool people, and you know we've known each other for a long time, and we all know that we're responsible people, and we're. Um, you know, this isn't. This wasn't a. You know, it, this wasn't a conversation that ever was like, "Oh, this would be cool to do." Mm-hmm. It was no. This is what we want to do, and how are we going to make this happen? So I think that was what was most important to me too, and, and and Maggie was that it was it was a real conversation. It wasn't just you know a lot of people talk all the time is oh yeah this let's do this one day we're going to do this. No, we we came at it as this is what we want to do, and how do we make it happen? And we hit the ground running right after that. So. We have a you have a retailer business background, don't you? So I do, that helps. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, feeling out three other people and all of you guys having to make sure that you're all solid people. That's what it. That's what it takes to do something like this. It looks right. like, huh? Yep. All right, so let's talk about the the tap room itself. So December sixteenth, two thousand sixteen, you guys open up. What's what's it look like in here day one? It was, was bare. It? Yeah. <laughs> it was bare. Our shelves, you know, had product on it, but there wasn't nearly as many. Eric, how many did we start out with? Do you remember? Uh, it was about 145 beers. Yeah. And we were like, wow, this looks like a lot of beer, you know. But, yeah, it was. Uh, and now we're pushing 500. Yeah, we're sitting at about 500. So it's. Uh, well, you guys have the best stuff. I mean, you really do. Man. We try. Thank you. Thank you. We try. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and a lot of double facings at first. And we, I mean, I think looking back now after, you know, one year is the support we've got from the community with only having 145 beers. I know that seems kind of silly, but we didn't have the best of the best stuff opening up. We had a really cool draft list, but, you know, packaged beer, craft beer, you could find, you know, you know, jewels selling yeah. it now. You know, CBS is a jewel, you know, so it's how it's do crazy, we but. how do we keep our customer base coming back and. And the community was just so receptive to us coming in. The mayor was 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 very uh, helpful in getting this going, and his whole team was just. It was. Uh, it just felt too easy at some points, which is kind of weird to think. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think we that's the part be. of when you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, but I mean, when I came in here the first time, and I had heard stuff from other people, everybody spoke so glowingly of you guys, and then. I came in here. I know one of the first things I noticed is that when I'm wait, sitting at the bar having a drink, not only after being in here once or twice, you you guys remembered my name, but I watch you guys as everybody comes in and you guys know first names and what they drink. Uh, you know, I ask Cole, what's what, what's going to blow my mind that I don't know is on the shelves right now. He runs back and gets a Pollyanna vanilla personal chain letter. You know, like that. It's it's kind of that. That's the kind of place. These are the kind of people I think that craft beer people are. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. It's uh, it's all about yeah, it's all about knowing your customer. All four of us have worked with, you know, the public in the past, and knowing you know Maggie's been at Starbucks as a store manager for ten years, and so she's all about that you know that engagement, that customer engagement, and knowing customers yeah. by name. And you know, when I come home, sometimes she'll you know she'll tell me, hey, you know, we gotta we gotta do a better job of knowing everybody and knowing what they like, and that's that's what's helped us over the years. We do. We know our customers. We know when they're coming in. We know what they like to drink. We can kind of suggest to them the new stuff, not just the new and the best, but, you know, some of the new stuff that's out there that people may be overlooking. And, you know, that's the fun part about our job is, is being able to sell what we what we drink every day. So, yeah, so for the four of you guys' backgrounds, you told me, I believe, you were a retail manager or you were a district manager, weren't you? At I was all over the place, yeah, with Goodwill, Walmart, 15 years um, multiple different places, but yeah, my, my biggest stints were with Walmart, uh, Borders, and uh, Goodwill. So and, and now this, now this yeah. is your life every day. Yeah, and you're a speech path still, right? Christine? Yeah, I'm a pediatric speech pathologist yeah. for a, a hospital. Yeah, that's incredible. And then Maggie, you said her background was at Starbucks. Yeah, she just hit ten years. Uh, she's uh, she actually just stepped down from a store manager, which is awesome. Now she could uh, spend you know spend some more time with our daughter and and more time at the bar and and. Uh, here so it's uh it's nice she's put in a lot of time there so and then colt too where did colt come from what field was he in um right before we started this he was doing uh he was the purchasing agent for a semi-truck company so he got to learn that whole purchasing and inventory and all that you guys might all be crazy i don't know like you guys just did this but you know like colt had an extensive like 
serving background and like working at restaurants okay. and he was a, a bar manager and yeah it was he's knew his way around a bar yes. slash tap room yeah okay. so he kind of knew the the front and back end of things of the the bar industry as well you guys like I don't know like super force all come together and then just make this. This is this is a great thing for all the craft beer people in this area. You guys know how many there are now. It's, it's yeah. I mean, so let's talk about the industry a little bit again. Then, so are you fearing any saturation with everybody? You know, there's so many breweries now. Every you know they're popping up in Joliet, Shorewood, and Romeoville, sure. and all the surrounding areas. Well, I mean, there are the a bunch of breweries popping up, but that just means we have more things that we can sample from. Since we are a taproom bottle shop and we, we are not a brewery, we're not limited to like that end of things. So we can bring in a bunch of different new product and, you know, just sample around the community, that type of deal. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just we're, we're sitting at a good spot with the, how our business is designed. I think with your guys' specific model, like, it's still kind of new, right? I mean, it's for the area. There's only so many of them. And I know the more are coming, but, but I yeah. mean, you guys are in pretty early, it feels like. Is that right? Or yeah, is that I, my off on no, that? No, no, I would say so. And, you know, it's uh, it's growing, but, you know, there's some communities that are just hesitant to do it because, you know, you're serving beer, you're selling beer, you're taking it to go. Um, but it's, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, to go to your last point, I think, you know, there's a lot of breweries now, but that's not really our competition. I mean, I'd love for a brewery to open right behind us right here because it's just going to draw more people mm-hmm. to the area, and uh, it's not competition for us. It's, yeah, the it's, breweries are our friends. Yeah, it's, yeah, we sell their product, and it, it just draws more people in here. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think we could have enough, you know, mm-hmm. in the area. I mean... And I think what does set us apart from other places that sell, like, beer to go and that type of thing, um, like you were talking about before, we we try and really have the customer service at the highest we can possibly do. So that's our one of our real main focuses is keeping that customer service level real high. Yeah. It's one of the things we, when we opened, we, you know, we not negotiated, but we discussed with the Liquor Commission was, you know, we want to be able to open bottles of beer in the store. And, you know, the pushback obviously there was, well, you know, what's the plan with opening all these bottles? And, you know, it's it, we're like a community here. You know what I mean? When people come in, we've got a bunch of long tables. People share tables. People, you know, nobody's on their phone. We don't have any TVs in here. It's just all about talking about beer, talking about life, and just having a good time. And people come in all the time, and maybe they'll bring a beer in that they had from home and want to share it with everybody. And and then it's just kind of reciprocated throughout the whole bar. People will just go and, hey, I, I need to buy something to share with, you know, with the rest of the t- you know, table as well. And, and I think that's what's so fun about our place is, um, you know, we're not here to hard sell anybody on anything. You know, we're here to just teach people about craft beer and kind of just let have a good people, time with it. Yeah, just have fun. And yeah. We don't need sports games as much as, you know, I love sports. There's, there's so much more out there than uh, just all staring at a TV and drinking a beer and then going, okay, it's my last one. You can... It'll cash me out. So, yeah, I love that about this place too. I have two separate experiences. I one day I was in here with you at noon on a Friday, and boom, Hetty Topper, you know, walks yeah. in the door. Guy just yeah. can't wait to pour it out for for you know. The, it kind of breeds that uh, that pay it forward mentality through your patrons. I mean, they they all seem to be that kind of person. I saw a guy walking in here the other day. I was buying bottles. He came in with a couple, you know, 2014 Bourbon Counties. I think to just pop open. Right. You know, yeah, kind of a nice little craft beer community. Yeah, our customers are excellent we have a lot of people that are just so friendly and the fact that we don't have tvs like eric said you know really fosters the conversation in here so that just helps bring everybody together even more i know a lot of really good friendships have blossomed from hanging out at this tap room so yeah i've told every time i've been here i met somebody new so i've been here 20 times probably (laughs) since i found you guys like only a few months back yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, I, I never really, Kristen just said, I never really looked at it that way. So many friendships have been formed here. It's 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 incredible now. People are driving together to founders for events, and you know they just met each other at, at Iron and Glass, and now yeah. they're like you know best friends, and they do that's bottle crazy. shares at their houses, and yeah, that's 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 really cool. Yeah, so uh, Bryant, I think he's always yeah. here. I see him uh, at different wines. You know, I see you know. He'll I be see very him happy to be mentioned the same in messaging this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I see like him on the same like Facebook threads as I'm on, like looking at stuff or commenting on things. Yeah, it's kind of you've kind of unexpectedly built this community that you guys didn't even realize you were building almost. So yeah, people said, oh, you know, how many people drink craft beer out in Romeoville, Bolingbroke, Joliet? Too many. 
hopefully we've already proved that to yeah. a point where there's a lot of people that love beer and it's amazing every day still we get people that come in and have said you know never even seen you were here you know we're, we're how long have you guys been here for that was and me a guilty year and guilty yeah so and we just don't we don't just have beer too we do have wine we do wine by the glass um ginger we, your ginger brew yeah right? we do have the windmill ginger brew which is a non-alcoholic and excellent as you know just a standalone drink or mixed with something else we do sophie mosas here using the blood orange ginger brew mixed with the goose island sophie beer which is also delicious i gotta get in here for those no, you can have them at any time oh really yeah okay, see a lot of places do like just sunday yeah. or something you know like the brunch see, no rules here kind of we, we got some rules, There's some rules yeah i don't know well no rules is being released today but uh, oh hey that's oh, a good yeah. that's a good segue, like that segue? Also, yeah let's talk about that let's talk about what we got going if we can and we won't be able to get it up by then maybe but you know we can talk about it anyway yeah well people i mean it'll people will still see it out there in draft and stuff but yeah uh perrin uh just came out to the area gosh probably three months ago now maybe four months i i don't know it's, yeah it's been real recent it's been pretty recent and uh today is their release uh, statewide of uh their big beer called uh, no rules which is a uh vietnamese porter with co- uh, coconut and then it's bourbon barrel aged and it's uh 15 alcohol and uh it's it's, it's very one. good if you've never had it before, have you had that yet? Yeah. Oh, I've never had. I, okay. I've never heard a parent until I was in here. Okay. I think you actually told me about them uh, not too long ago. So uh, we've neglected to say, what are we drinking right now? Yeah, we didn't talk about that yet. So uh, we got in front of us here a uh, Am I a Hipster from Hailstorm. So it's uh, bottled way back in uh, 11, uh, 21, and 16. So just a little over a year old now. Uh, it's a milk stout with uh, some caramel, some cocoa nibs, a little bit of coconut. And then um, lactose as well. So yeah, it's a little bit of, you know, a little bit more on the sweet side for being it's a milk tasty. stout. Yeah, it is. It's it's uh, it's mellowed out a little bit too. I think it definitely yeah, has. It used that. to be a bit sweeter. Um, yeah, but Hailstorm's another great brewery that's local to the area, and that's something that we also try and capture here is a lot of like trying to keep a lot of the local things. We do have an extensive section from our shelves that's just. You know, Chicagoland, Illinois, you know, all supporting our community as much as we can. That's another little part of the whole craft thing is, as it is, is kind of that local support's coming back and then that drives a local business like you guys and that drives those breweries, the local, you know. I prefer to buy a Chicagoland beer if, if I can. And we have so many great ones now. We do. It's not hard. You know, it's not hard to do that. But uh, talk about a little bit more about... Um, kind of the styles that you guys enjoy when you're drinking Kristen I think Kristen's favorite is barley wine right oh no barley wine (laughs) is not my favorite I apologize Uh, to all the people who love barley wine that one I just the maltiness I just can't get behind that right now but my personal favorite which is not the favorite of anyone else (laughs) here that of the owners I really really enjoy farmhouse ales and saisons like those are my jam and then I also love like stouts and milk stouts too but farmhouse and saison those are my so unane that kind of stuff like what what, what, Uh, no unane is more the the sour I I uh Anything that's more, like, earthy, you know. Give some examples. What are some of the, the breweries that are, like, kind of your go-to when you see them? You're like, I'm buying that. I'm definitely going to get that one. So I have a couple of go-to breweries, but I'm a, I'll talk about a, a beer that I just discovered and completely love. It's from Narrow Gauge down in, I'm going to butcher this name, but it's, I think it's called Florissant. Missouri. That works. Sure. Um, but their Saison was to die for, and the name of it is in French, so I'm going to butcher that as well. But I think it translates to table beer. But um, it was like table de fleur. I don't know. Well, just skip. That was close. Yeah. She's got, I think she got <laughs> skip it. Skip over there. I think that. she actually just, got it. Just slowly it. pull away from the yeah. <laughs> If anybody knew to correct yeah. her, maybe. It's narrow gauge. I'm sure it's yeah. good. I mean. Yeah, and that beer was excellent. Everything that I had there was yeah. excellent, but their Saison was on point. So what is it about the farmhouse that you really like? I don't know. I think it's the, like, getting back to basics, you know. It just tastes, I, I think I like the, the... I don't know. But you use the word earthy. That uh, it is yeah. earthy. I like the the profile of the the more. Yeah, it's grassy. It's earthy. Yeah. Huh? Horse blanket. 
It's does it a, taste like a horse blanket? It sometimes does, though. That's a descriptive word. Yeah, yeah. Horse blanket. See, Eric's not a huge fan of that style, so... What do your loyalties lie, No, no, I mean, I, I don't mind them. It's not my favorite. I, I'm a huge barley wine fan, actually. That's oh, why I had okay. a... You know, I, okay. I, I, I love barley, barley wines. Barley wine is life. Um, barley wine is life. You know, is, I love the New England-style IPAs, but, you know, when it comes down to it, I would prefer, uh, you know, nice in-your-face, you know, piney, resinous, you know, West Coast IPA. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we could talk all day about New England style IPAs and what they've done for the business and stuff like that. But, um, you know, for me. A lot of people fought them. A lot of people, uh, I've heard from a lot of like a metal monkey. They fought them for a while. You guys did one with them, right? Yeah, Yeah. we did. Yeah. Um, You know, it's there was a brewer actually at one of the breweries locally that said there's two brewers out there right now. There's brewers that are brewing New England style IPAs. And there's brewers that will soon be brewing New England style IPAs, and so that makes uh, so much sense. Yeah, and he was, and this was months and months ago, and he's, you know, pretty accurate on it. I mean, S- Sam Adams is doing one now, so yeah. you I know, mean, there's some people that are built to, st- they can stay away from it if they choose. Like I think Half Acre, I don't, I don't think they've really made one. I mean, no, nothing. They wouldn't they, consider it a New England style. Right. I mean, they've made definitely they juicier. They never put it on a label, right, you know, right, <laughs> that kind of right. thing. But, but I mean, then there's guys that embrace it, like uh, Mike Palin over at Microphone. Like yep. they, you know, they just, they, he kills it, those double drives. They also have an excellent Saison. Wow, that's a cool yeah, Mars van that just drove by. Yeah. So Mars is pulling up right now with some beer. What do they got, you think? They got the new yeah. New England style IPA, actually. Oh, come Brand on. new, hot get off the presses. Get them on the mic. We got, hot a, we got off a fourth the presses. Mic. Never been, the about. first time it's been released. I, don't, I actually don't know the name of it, but it's uh, the first time they've done it. So uh, excited to have that in here, but. Well, I, I Mars is one of those things too for me. I had the uh, you know the 16 ounce bottle of the old Chai PA, you know, and then they revamped it. They literally put now with real haze on the bo- on the cans oh, when yeah. they redid them, and it was by far a better beer. I mean, that over haze was the first one that hit from them, and that was really good to, for me. I mean, that's that's what I drink right now. That's kind of my thing. Yeah. Yeah, Overhaze definitely is a uh, a solid beer, and this they they've done two batches of it now, and the second batch is. It's, it's really good. Just I mean, had one last night. It's a great beer. So, again, I, you know, I can't say that I, I don't like New England styles. I just, yeah, I'm hoping this, this stays. You know, a lot of times there's fads in beer. You know, another big thing right now is big pastry stouts, as they call them. You know, Goose Islands, uh, Proprietors, Banana Fosters, Banana, uh, um, Casilla Bark, and uh, it tastes like banana bread. So, those are big right now. So, we'll see what's next. I mean, I'm hoping at some point we get back to the basics a little bit on pilsners and lagers and stuff. I mean, I don't know if we'll get there, but there's some great breweries. You know, Dovetail in Chicago, they, they just do German-style stuff, and uh, it's some of the, the best beer in Chicago, and it's just, you know, because there's not banana bread thrown in there, you know, it sometimes gets put under the radar a little bit. So yeah, I've heard so. a lot of great things about Dovetail. I've never been, but I'm definitely one of that's on the list. And like you said, they're, they're definitely somebody I've heard a lot about, so... Um, let's talk about uh, some stouts. I mean, it's stout season, right? It's basically, uh, you're watching your order come in right now. Yeah, you, you're, you're I'm longing, just trying to figure out the longingly name of looking at Mars. So, <laughs> so for those of you who are just listening, we have Mars is walking in the door with some uh, some fresh brews. Eric's trying to figure out what the name of the new one is. He walked by too quickly. Yeah, it was way too uh, can't fast. Can't read it. <laughs> So what kind of, uh, have you guys been drinking the stouts then mostly now? Or have you been kind of winterizing yourself for, for craft beer? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we drink them year-round, obviously, but now is like yeah. when all the heavy hitters are coming out. So Bourbon County just hit. We had CBS come out. Um, a lot of local breweries. You know, Metal Monkey just did their big release of Asmodeus. Asmodeus, yeah. Um, maple, maple variant, hot chocolate variant. Um, so, I mean, they, you know, there's a lot of, great stouts this time of the year but i I will say i'm I'm pretty surprised on ipas are still strong people are still drinking sours una and niles i mean they do some of the some of the best sours man it's unbelievable what they do and uh but yeah stouts right now i definitely uh i think right now on draft we've got uh great lakes uh they're a blackout stout uh, we got Milk Stachio on that a hot butcher always does every I year. I love hot butcher, man. That's yeah. They do, now, now, Milk Stachio, that's with dry hop too, right? It is. I think that's dry hop too. And they've been doing this beer for a long time now, before they were even hot butcher, so they yeah, used to be they, South Loop. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, they've been doing that for, I just remember years ago going and, you know, going to dry hop and bringing back crawlers of it. Or it was not even crawlers at that point. It was growlers just because uh, we all love that beer so much. So it's 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 kind of cool now to be selling it and 
It'll I'm have definitely it in our draft. a big fan of milk pistachio. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's a, one of my it's, favorites. It's not like it's available everywhere, but like you can get it. You don't have to like be there that second that it drops at your local liquor store to get a four pack of it. So it's good. It's good that it's a little more available this time around. Yeah. So I mean, there's you know a couple other stouts up there, but you know there's the stout season is here and. I, I'm, I just, it's going by so fast. I mean, we're almost in January already, and it's crazy. It's moving very quickly. Ah, so. see, that's a good segue, too. You're good at this. How about uh, since the calendar is turning and time's moving, let's talk about your guys' next weekend, right? You guys are like the biggest, is, is this probably the biggest weekend you guys have had, like in terms of I, events I back to back like this? Yeah, it's uh, all four of us, all hands on deck, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's uh, We're all looking forward to it. It's like a chance for us to, to you know, just have fun. Uh, have some great beers on draft. We're going to be doing a, a raffle for charity. Um, all proceeds will go to charity, so hopefully help out a local charity. Um, so yeah, we're we're really excited. I don't know. What you, I mean, break it down. Break it down. How it starts Thursday, right? Thursday, December fourteenth. December fourteenth. December fourteenth. Yeah, we're uh, so the we're, again we're going to can we're going to finish canning uh, Gummy Buddy, which is with Noon Whistle. Um, so that's a lactose New England style IPA. Um, it's going to have Belma, Calypso, and Simcoe hops, um, and then the lactose in there. Uh, and so that will be available at 8 in the morning on Thursday. Um, so that, that gummy buddy, tell me more about that hop bill there. That's, it's, those are a couple that I'm not really that familiar with. Yeah, so um, when we worked with Noon Whistle, they, they, they came with an open, you know, open mind. Hey, what do you guys want to do? What is something you guys have wanted to work with? You know, and Colt and I and all of us talked and we're like, you know, we'd really like to try something with lactose. They haven't done a gummy series with lactose yet, um, so they were all for that. And then, you know, it was all about talking about a hot build, you know, hot build for it. And uh, uh, Colt really wanted to use Belma because it's, uh, if you're not familiar, familiar with Belma, they only sell it at uh, one place. It's uh, proprietary to them, and it's uh, very strawberry forward. So the cool thing, the goal was to get that strawberry forward with the lactose and uh, hopefully those will blend nicely. And then what we did is we just got with Paul. And we said, all right, Paul, these are, you know, the two things we want to use, you know, time for you to use that knowledge and, and pair two other uh, uh, hops with it. And uh, so he went with Simcoe and Calypso. I guess he uses Calypso a lot, so he's very familiar with it. Okay. So he, you know, he had a good idea of, you know, what he wanted to use with it. So completely experimental. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we're going to taste it here in a couple days to see what the final product's like. So. Yeah, I think when I talked to you about that Belma hop, and you said you weren't sure if you guys were going to be able to get your hands on it, so it worked yeah. out then, I take it. Yeah, we were going to do that, or we were going to do just a, a nice, clean, you know, Citra, Galaxy. But we were able to get, you know, they were, they were able to get their hands on, I think, 44 pounds of, of Belma hops. So we're really excited about that. So that's Thursday. Um, and we'll have the Roaming Hog. Yeah, so yeah, we just, yeah, we just announced Roaming Hog, too. So Oh, that's even um, better. Roaming Hog is just great. Yeah, so I've they'll be them here. all over the place, different breweries. Yes, we're doing the release on Thursday for Gummy Buddy with Roaming Hog. And then Friday, we are doing our Bourbon County Day. So That's got to be a fan favorite for everybody. Definitely. Especially so people that didn't wait in line and didn't go get bottles and stuff. That's yeah, now you'll be able to get it on tap at 4 p.m. We're tapping the Bourbon County Coffee. And then 6, we're tapping just the straight Bourbon County. And at 8, we're tapping the... Um, uh, the Knob the, Creek, the right? Knob Creek. Yeah, Knob the Knob Creek. Reserve. Yeah. Yes. Reserve. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll also have the best truck and barbecue truck oh, here today. Too. I mean today. Part of Toasty. That Friday. Toasty yeah. That'll be the 15th. The 15th. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, they're, they're owned by Toasty oh, Cheese. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's... Uh, Did you ever hear that Toasty Cheese has their own Hot Pocket? They've really? got like their own Hot Pocket brand. Well, not uh, not say that too loud. I, mean, I feel like... Are going to get a cease and desist here? I feel like that's a real thing. No, no. I think that... Like Hot Pocket actually makes a Toasty Cheese version. Like they oh, did really? A, they did like four food trucks or something across the oh, country. Oh, that's cool. Like, huh. yeah, wow. I saw that. It was pretty, pretty yeah, and intense. Then Friday morning we're going to do, uh, starting at 10, we're going to have um, some in-store bottles for Bourbon County. So, you know, our goal here is at Iron and Glass is to just spread the love of beer. You know, we want everybody to be able to try as much beer as possible. Uh, sometimes we have to limit beer to, you know, one a customer to a customer. But, you know, our goal is as many people to try it as possible. So, uh, 10 o'clock in the morning on Friday, we're going to have a um, limited amount of bottles of Northwoods, coffee, uh, Knob Creek, and barley wine. So we'll have those four 
available, and it's limit one per customer. You just drink it on on site. So yeah, if you it's bring, not a take home thing. You can't buy that here and take it with no, you, right? No, no. Right. So since we have such a limited amount, we wanted to again people that can't make it to the four o'clock event but can come in the morning that day can still get a chance to try some suburban county. So I think that know. makes total sense what you guys are doing with that too, because you know I hate to talk about it, but the aftermarket beer thing when people are buying and just selling, you know, throwing it right up, that's no good. You want people to enjoy the beer. Yeah, I don't want to see people selling it in our parking lot. That's it's not. <laughs> it's no good. It's, and from what I'm seeing, the prop and stuff go for right now. Yeah, yeah it's probably yeah. for the best. Exactly. So how do you guys handle a night like that, though? Because I mean, your tap list that night is going to be 14 percent. This is going to be like the low yeah. end, right? I mean, so how do you handle that with like watching your customers and making sure people are, you know, kind of staying in control? Sure. Yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, just watching the customers. Vigilance. We, since we know a lot of our customers, we know. Helps a lot. Yeah, when to, like, ooh, mm. we got that water cooler over there and that super sweet food truck outside. Go visit the Get food truck. Fed. Yeah, have a stop at the water cooler. and. That water cooler is a new addition, isn't it? It yeah. is. Like, yeah, yeah, it just popped up one day. Yeah, we used to have bottles of water. Now we're doing the... The more environmentally the friendly. We've made it yes. big at this point. I mean, we got a water cooler here now. No, know. you guys are you definitely I mean? huge. That's and we're talking over by the water cooler. Yeah. yeah. And that's why like, you guys put it at the front so when people walk in, they're like, I know they're kind of a big deal. They have a water yeah. cooler, that kind of thing. It's, and it's not even on top of it. I mean, yeah. we went it's all like the way to it's underneath. underneath. So It's legit. It's a it's, legit water It's cooler. pretty good. It's a Black Friday special is what it is. Nice. We're doing this right next to the water cooler. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to change the name of the podcast. Something to do with this water. Yeah, cooler. I don't know. I feel like it's kind <laughs> of stealing the show. You, you might have to take it with you everywhere, though. It's the only problem. So the the thing is, though, we just that's literally two days. There's another day There's another still. Day. There's so another yeah. day of this Which weekend. Is our so big we've day, we've I mean. covered the 14th. Gubby Buddy release Noon Whistle. You got you and Cole went brewed with Paul over at Noon Whistle. Boom, and you guys are exclusive with that too, right? 75 cases. Is that what you said? Uh, I think no. it's it's at minimum will be 75. I mean, you oh, know, depending on you know. What happens, we, we may be able to get a little bit more. Um, you know, the, the goal is for us to sell it all out here. Um, the Noon Whistle may hold some back um, just just to, you know, see how it goes. And uh, uh, But ultimately, the goal is to sell it here. Uh, it, it, it isn't going to go to any other stores. Um, we did, you know, buy up all of it. And then we're going to have three or four half barrels as well. So it'll be pouring from Thursday yeah, morning at 8 nice. o'clock. And beyond. All the way yeah. until until it's gone so um yeah it'll be uh, it'll be on draft for a while so yeah 75 cases minimum uh same price as new and whistle so the goal was to release it on thursday just like they do um 15.99 for a four pack um we haven't set limits yet i would say that's the only thing people have been asking um is there going to be a limit uh it's something we still got to figure that's out great but when people actually have to ask yeah that. right that's you guys, a, wait, you're gonna buy it all because people are messaging i need like four cases of that and it's like all right well let's let's you know wow. let's see first uh, you know, so we're going to look at the crowd. We want to do it at 8 in the morning. People are asking, you know, why open early? But, you know, the goal is let's catch some people before work. If people, yeah. you know, if people have to, you know. I'll be it. one of those idiots standing here at 8. Yeah. I'm coming. Not I an idiot. Yeah. Not an idiot at all. Smart. Yeah. I, I, want, I want the beer. I mean, yeah. uh, New and Whistle's gummy series is basically what started me on New England IPA. So it's kind of, you know, to have you guys do one, it's a nice little mesh. Um, so, okay, there's one day, and then, then we said Friday. Uh, Kristen County was saying day. Bourbon County. So you're talking, you're going to have taps of the coffee, the regular, and the reserve Knob Creek. So there's, there's two days. Now tell me about that's Saturday the 16th, right? So on Saturday, we're doing a new tapping each hour from 2 to 8. And we've been slowly releasing that tap list. We have all but two of them released currently. But we're starting out the day with Perennial Abraxas, which is, I mean, a, a huge super one. awesome beer. Yeah. And then we're just getting going in from there. So that's 2 p.m. We have yet to release the 3 and the 4 p.m. beers, but at 5 we're doing Hailstorm. Um, Vlad, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. barely Conquistador? The, Con yeah. the Conquistador. Love it. And then 6 p.m. is the Half Acre Barrel Aged Big Hugs. Which I we found out yesterday actually is 2016. Yes. Yeah, so that's, yeah I saw that on your Facebook page. Somebody put 2016 yeah. in there. Yeah. I, I didn't even realize it until they said it. That we went and looked at the keg. Uh, yeah, we went and awesome. looked at the keg and we're like, oh, yeah, this is last that year. That is so. even better. Yeah. Yep. And, and they just had their event, didn't they? The Half Acre Big Hugs. The Big they Hugs. They just yeah. did theirs over the just weekend. Released them. We sold out of ours already. It was. That's awesome. It didn't, didn't take long to move that beer. It's a great mm -hmm. beer. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the big hugs is at six, and then at seven, like we talked about, we're doing our parent um, no rules release today. We'll have that beer on draft on Saturday the 16th at 7 p.m. And then we're rounding out the tap list at 8 p.m. with Pipeworks Barrel Age, the Jones Dog. So we have some awesome That's a a big tap list you guys got. Yeah, so we still have two more to release. And then for the first time we've ever hosted is the Olive Branch uh, Grook food truck will be here euros they got euros euros spinacopita all the deliciousness that comes with the great food people are gonna be awesome people are gonna be happy yeah they'll be here from five to nine and uh, i don't know did we cover this this is your anniversary party right that that, that's technically i mean it's basically your anniversary weekend with all that stuff you guys got going on but saturday's technically the anniversary actually anniversary yeah Yeah. we're like we're do saturday and we're like let's do friday and then we're like well wait a minute we're gonna do a thursday beer release so so yeah we're just uh we want to have fun with so, it. We want so to blow it you, up. When are you guys going to go on vacation? That's what I'm like. when, when when do you guys shut it down for a minute? <laughs> we're well, we're going to do some alternating vacations yeah, it's coming you bring at the that beginning up. of we next year. We talked about that last night, actually. Yeah. So. so I think Maggie and Eric are going to do a week off, I think, in January. Yeah, end and of January. And Colt and I are going to do a week off in February. Yeah, you guys need to recharge, it sounds like. That weekend's insane. I mean, that tap list, though, on Saturday, that's going to be fun, especially with two that are missing right now. Then I'm guessing they're not going to be... Uh, you know, they're not Bud Light wine. Yeah, they're no. not really. <laughs> no, uh, people would actually probably hang around for it though. Stop it. No, but you know, so, and yeah. then you know to talk about kind of what else we're referring to with people hanging out all day is um, you. You reminded me we're gonna send an email out today to Uber see if we can get a nice little discount code for some Uber rides. That is such a brilliant um, idea. Yeah. You know, uh, cars are you know cars can stay in the parking lot for up to 24 hours with our landlord so yeah we definitely want people waffles yeah you go right exactly exactly you can't spend the night here though that's the only people have asked uh we can't now if somebody walks by that'll look very weird if everybody's sleeping on the floor they would just think that bourbon county's having like a re-release yeah people are just waiting in line for bourbon county style hanging out yeah Yeah. i mean that that's that's one thing that I think always stands out to me about you guys. Uh, I've been to other bottle shops and that, and they're great too. Don't don't get me wrong; they have great selection. But not only do you guys have good beer on the shelves, but your tap lists always seem to have like multiple beers that kind of stand out, and they're like sought after or they're rare, or, you know, any number of things. So, how do you guys procure all the all the good stuff? Just lucky. Hard yeah. work too. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean. Colt. Colt does the you know ninety percent of the, the ordering. Begging. He's like, please, just give me this. No, he no. doesn't even have to bag. Just it's kidding. just you know he knows so much about the beer that he's able to have a you know a conversation with people and say, listen, you know, we're here to support you guys however we need to, um, you know, but just understand that when people come to our store, they you know they want to try your special releases and stuff. So it's all about back and forth support. You know, we support them, they support us, and that's kind of how we got off the ground running so quickly was, um, you know, breweries trusted us to be able to, you know, sell their core stuff and, and sell the other great beer that they do. And so we were able to secure a lot of great kegs right off the bat and uh, kind of build our brand. And they really helped build our brand because, uh, you know, there, there's not a lot of those kegs. And that's one thing we're learning is that, you know, more and more stores are popping up, but there's not extra right. beer. It's It's, it's got to stop somewhere. Yeah. So these guys are not able to, up the production just because right. there's more of these places popping up. So, now that's that's a great point. So it's good that uh, you guys are able to get the, that kind of tap list. I mean, that keeps people coming in. You don't have to just come just to buy a beer. You can come just to yeah, hang out, or vice versa. You know, we wanted 12 taps for sure. You know, that was a big thing that's for us. Was too, 12 yeah. taps. The 12th one is always, almost always, uh, cider. Uh, we always get people asking for cider, so uh, we've always got a cider on for people. So that way, if uh, they're not a beer fan or they just, you know. They gravitate towards that that uh, apple, then they've they've got it available for them. So yeah, and like I said before, we do have the wine by the glass. We also offer, and then the sofimosas you can get any day. Sounds great. Yeah. And we do non-alcoholic stuff, so you know I think that'd be the other big thing to touch on is we're family friendly. Um, the guys always comment and say, "Why is there a changing table in the men's bathroom?" That's the first thing I thought of when I came here the first time. I went in the bathroom. I was like, "There is a freaking. It's not like a. It's not like a store <laughs> changing table. You know, like, it's like a an plastic. It's like furniture. a literally like somebody's piece of furniture from their house." So I was like, "Okay." When you're on a budget, it's gotta be kid friendly then. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I think it's a nice touch. I don't know, budget, not budgeted. It's a, it's a, it's a better touch to have that. I feel. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's weird because I'm a dad and you guys sure. are parents. Like you know, so you kind of just, it's, it's just more inviting that way than like a plastic piece falling out of the wall with the seatbelt on it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and the kids odd. love it here. I mean, we've got a chalkboard wall in the back from the drawing and table. foosball table. If they're tall enough. And yeah, uh, my daughter wrecked shop on your wall the other day. Yeah. She loved it. That's all right. That's what it's there for. Yeah, it's, she uh, loves it. It's been very, very popular. So. Um, so how about we, we also talk a little bit about some of the other stuff you guys do year-round. I mean, is your memberships, are they still available right now for the... They sure are. So, yeah. so we've got uh, till the end of the year. Uh, so December 31st is a cutoff okay. on those. Uh, they're $115 for the year. Um, those are cash only, but they are uh, they're great. I mean, uh, it doesn't take much to sell people on it because you really do save a lot of money in the long run. But basically, the quick rundown of it is... Uh, you get uh, 12 pours a year, so one pour every month. Uh, you get up to an $8 pour every month, uh, except for your birthday month. Um, the birthday month is it's, it's Limits waived. lifted. Yeah. yeah. So you get whatever per, you know pour you want. You know, if people yeah. that have December birthday months that are They're coming to our Bourbon County yeah. party right could get, you know, a Knob Creek for free. You know, so, um, so there's that. And then you also get a choice of a uh, limited edition glass from us, 12-ounce glass, or a, one of our tote bags. Uh, then you also get... Um, 30% off uh, draft beer for yourself on Tuesdays, and then you also get 10% off all packaged beer to go on Sundays. Um, and then we've added, what were the two perks that we added? We're you know? doing a members-only bottle share this year, and... Oh, the other one was the, uh, so yeah, the bottle oh, share. Oh, yeah, yeah, the 12-ounce pour, pour for yeah. 10, 10 ounces. Yeah. Oh, yes. you're reading it. I was wondering, I'm like, yeah, you, you got the little cheat sheet over there. Yeah, so 12 no, ounces. No, I just knew that, all right? Every, every day there will be a, <laughs> a, a beer that's on the menu that will be the, the member's beer. So if you order a 10-ounce of it, you get it poured in the 12-ounce glass, 20% extra beer every day. And, uh, yeah, the bottle share is going to be uh, on a weekend night, which is awesome. So it'll be a Saturday night. We'll close up shop a little early. That way everybody's able to attend it. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, if anybody's interested, just uh, – you know, shoot us a message on Facebook or um, give us a call at the store. Yeah, you guys are pretty easy to find. Break down all your all the social media you guys are on. Yeah, um, and we're on Twitter, uh, Instagram. Yeah, Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're we, we're at Iron Glass Tap at Facebook and Twitter, but I think Instagram is Iron Glass Tap Room. Tap Room. Some for some reason Tap was taken. Yeah, and then we also we'll post throw it all in like when we post this. We'll throw awesome. it all in there. Yeah. Too, so it's, Hopefully it's an easier link for anybody. You can find our events. Um, I also post those to Google. So you can look at our special events on Google in case you don't have those other social media accounts. Because we don't have an official, like, legit, I guess, website at this time. So we do use, we rely on the social media. And we also do a lot on Untapped. Our whole menu board is powered through Untapped. And then our events are also posted on Untapped. I was going to well. ask you about the board. How's that? How's that worked out? Because not everybody has that. Yeah, it's yeah. so nice to do it all. We do it all from our our, our phones. Update I always see phone. you walking around with like an iPad or some or phone, yeah. you know, and like the new beer comes in, yeah. you take a pic. I mean, that's that's probably my favorite part about you guys is the fact that when something comes in the door, it's on Untapped or Instagram or Facebook like almost instantly. So it's like it gives me the best chance to get the stuff that I like, you know. So as long as you follow you guys, I set alerts for you guys, so yeah. it pops up every time. It's really nice. Yeah, Untapped is cool. It's you know, like anybody else, any like beer people, they're they're hunters. You know that we love to hunt down beer and find sure. it. So I mean, that's like such a such an amazing tool for to have that. You know, and have you guys be quick about it. You know, and you're not you're not uh, twiddling thumbs about it. Yeah, hey, we nice wanted picture. to figure out how what was the best way to sell our beer. You know, that was another thing we talked about before we opened was you know. You go places, you know, I was frustrated going to places and trying to buy something. Oh, we're out of it or we never got it. And then the next person walks up and you see them get it. And it's like, well, it's Under tough. The table. It, you know, yeah, it's like, you know, you, you, friends, family, favorites, that kind of stuff. You know, best sellers, people say, oh, they spend the most money. But, you know, we wanted to be fair and consistent with our customers. So we don't, we don't hold any bottles. We limit yep. stuff like we talked about. It gives everybody a fair chance. And um, customers actually appreciate it because... You know, there's different times they're in the area. They see it pop up, and they have as equal amount of chance of getting it as anybody else. So I think that's been, um, you know, one of the things, you know, that we've we've stood by since we've opened, and it's, it's worked out really well. customer service level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys do a great job with that. I mean, keeping everybody informed with what, what you have. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? I mean, what other other events? Like, you guys have done yoga here, right, too? You guys have done yoga classes. Mm-hmm. What else? Yeah, we do yoga and then beer. Um, we also hold a monthly 
bottle share event. We're not doing one in December. It's just a little it's crazy, bit yeah. of a crazy month. We'll resume that in January, and we're going to do a barley wine theme for January. Barley wine is life. Uh-huh. So Eric thinks so. Yeah. Um, it wasn't even my idea, and I love it. So. Nice. <laughs> Somebody was pulling for you. Yeah. So we, we consistently do those, like the yoga and the, the bottle share, and then we try as hard as we can to do... A special tapping every Friday, and as often as we can, also pair that with a food truck. So food truck, mainly on Fridays. Sometimes we'll do it on Saturday if we're doing a special tapping on Saturday to go with it. Or, you know, maybe get crazy with it and do it in the middle of the week because we also have other breweries and different tastings that will come in midweek. So we try and keep keep things new. Yeah, you guys had Roaming Hog on like a... Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't know, like during the week one day, I was driving home and I saw it and I pulled in just to get food. I, you know, wow, that's that's a great yeah. touch. And it looks helps like the food uh, looks like Maggie had too. a rough time back there. All right. Oh, so that's cool. Poor Maggie got sprayed by yeah. the tap. Oh, what'd you do? You could, I mean, you could have did the podcast. Yeah. And you wouldn't have that happen. See, you could have been on the mic. Well, you, everybody missed Christmas Bomb, so that one just clicked. <laughs> that, one's, that one's gone. Uh, that was super tasty. If you're listening tasty. to this, Christmas Bomb is gone. I mean, that's that's a great note to wrap it up on. What else do you, you guys want? Anything else? I mean, find Iron and Glass on all the social media outlets. Like I said, to go to Twitter, go to Instagram. Instagram uh, and Untapped are big for you guys, right? I mean, and, and Facebook, Facebook, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Instagram's taken off because, uh, you know, I... I don't use it as much as some people do, but it, it's interesting to hear. You know, people are like, I use Facebook for family, friends, and I use Instagram for beer. Like, that's what yep. people use Instagram for. I'm finding that out more and more now with yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome. So, yeah, we do Instagram. Um, you know, the only thing I would say is, you know, we're bringing your own food. So that's, you know, even if we don't have a food truck, yeah, we don't sell food here. But our passion isn't food. So, you know, bring in some good food. Uber Eats now is out here, which is awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, you know, you can get some food from Uber Eats. We've got Peppy's right next door. We've got Tasty Waffle open till 4. We've got, what, pizza places that will deliver yeah. for free. And These plenty are all great of places options. right around us. We're also dog friendly. If you bring in your dog, as long as they're leashed, they are... Uh, More than welcome I to come in. Yet. I haven't seen a, a dog in here oh, yet. Oh, really? Okay, good. good. Have, you dog have you seen a pig in here? We've nope. had a pig in here. Oh, or a awesome. monkey. We've had a monkey. You guys have had a monkey and yeah. a pig? No, yeah. no way. Not at the I same missed time, those animals. <laughs> that would just be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. wait. On that weekend, that anniversary weekend, there'll be a monkey oh, and a man. pig. There'll be dogs all at the I same hope. time. Do they count as occupants, though? There's going to be, yeah. Yeah, right. What kind of limits we got here? Where's your sign? 49. Ugh. I'm going to be one of those 49 yeah. Yeah. for most then, of the weekend. You know, we're rounding out the year. Uh, New Year's Eve is on a Sunday this year. So we are changing our hours for that day. Okay. We're going to be open. We'll start open at 11 a.m., just like normal on Sundays. But we are not going to close until 1 a.m. So we will be open for wow. the new year. You guys are trying to kill yourselves, I think, with all <laughs> this. There's so much stuff going on here. It's great. So yeah. yeah, we'll be we'll be announcing some fun stuff for that. I mean, there's uh, we got to finalize some of those things, but uh, I know we'll have some food here for sure. Yeah, yeah. always good. Yes. Always good. Yes. Yes. So it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, you know, just thanks for thanks for doing this, and uh, you know, we you look guys are the pilot episode, man. This yeah. is this is our this is our first crack here, and hopefully this will work out, and we'll get in here again and get Maggie and uh, Kristen on the mics to talk a little bit about the uh, ladies' perspective of the the beer industry. Mm-hmm. I think that'll that'll be an interesting listen. Yeah, and we can report back to about how our our ladies of craft beer and mead and cider group is going as well. Yeah, I think that's awesome. So when did you say that's meeting this month still? No, it's not meeting till January. Okay. We're doing a Sunday in January. You didn't want to squeeze anything else into December? Oh, my gosh. Seems I don't odd. think we could. I think it's like the 21st 21st, I think, so. yeah, is the date that we're doing that. It's You have to be part of our facebook group though so if you are a lady of the industry get in contact with iron and glass and we can hook you up with that facebook group yeah just use your ampersands correctly you know iron and glass yeah you guys are like one word on google maps i feel like right we are yeah iron ampersand glass yeah Yeah. we we pushed it all together so but luckily now i mean i've tried googling it multiple different ways yeah it works it does work so definitely uh, done that myself yeah so yeah I mean, yeah, we're, we're hunters, craft beer people. We want to hunt beer down. We want to hunt places down. So, yeah, then people will find it. But uh, if you've never heard of Iron and Glass and you're listening to this, you need to make sure to stop by here in Romeoville right off on Weber Road, just south of 55. It's 
super easy to get to, super in, easy to get in and out of it. I mean, it's an ideal place to come and drink and to come buy all of your craft beer as well. All right, thank you guys so much for doing this. Thank you. We'll hopefully get it posted later today. All right. All right.